0: Good evening. Oh, just flat me a bit there, Stephen. <laughs> I like the play, evening. boys. How we doing? How we doing? All good. Very well. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone that's watching as well, by the way. You, you totally threw me there, Stephen. Literally, <laughs> you threw me right out of the screen.
1: <laughs> how are we are doing anyway? How's the day been? Um, work was quite interesting today, but I won't go into that. But now I'm sitting, chilling out, having a few beers with you guys. I want to talk something. Happy as Larry,
2: lads. Happy as Larry. Mate, yeah, I'm just back my holiday, but I was looking forward to watching the golf today, but it was obviously called off, so Aye. I just sat about and scratched my buzz.
0: So uh, well, amongst moved. other things, amongst other things, obviously <laughs> we know that the, the football's, <laughs> obviously we know the football's off this weekend as well. Uh, and Aye. the official statement for the SFA was, uh, football's off. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> end of end that's your <laughs>
2: Tell you what, if podcast um, what Disney, Disney work out, you could get a newsreader job, and they bothered us quite easily that's
0: by the way. Aye.
1: Not after after
0: hi, but in the news, you didn't get through about the screen, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, we'll start off the night. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, just Going over the Super 6. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, apparently I'm shite at this game now, but <laughs> hey-ho. Uh, the, I'll just run through the sort of top five. Uh, so, the number one joint is uh, Franny and Alistair Jack, both in 71 points. So, Franny's back in the top again. That just doesn't sit no. well with me. No. I, I mean, I didn't like Franny anyway, but I really don't like him when he's at the top of the
2: league. He's definitely <laughs> uh, there, random, he's there must stuff. be a random generator. <coughs> a random right, one, there must How be like you a know. random score generator he can press. He can't even be predicting scores, man. No knows fuck all about fit, but get money, funny. Look
0: money, money, loves it, love it. <laughs> the wind gets through the wee wind, daddy. The more snaffle <laughs> <laughs> can they do it anyway, <clears> The <throat> right,
2: ice cream machine's never working.
1: Aye, you can tell me about it by the way. Get trying to see, trying to get a milkshake out of that place. It's mental, like.
0: You're keeping KFC and going. Never mind McDonald's.
1: You're a fucking twenty
2: percent shareholder.
1: Super <laughs> <laughs> cold, coke as true? That's our
2: place.
0: Aye. Um. Aye. So, second place, Sean Ross. I think he was top last aye, week. He was, so He's aye. dropped down. He's in sixty-eight points. Then we've got our very own wallet on sixty-seven. And oh, we've got number. James Bowie and Ryan Taylor on sixty-one. And Mark Maguire in fifth place on 59. I'm hot in the heels. 54 points I'm on. Getting closer. And Stephen, you forgot again two weeks running because you're a tit.
2: (laughs) Reminds us every week, too.
1: Aye. Reminds whoever's hosting. Whoever's
2: hosting. Remember and tell everybody to do their Super 6 and can't even pick his own results.
1: Oh, God. I don't know what it is. I, I convinced myself to do it, but then he's, he's got me a cracker today. So I followed I'd done that in midweek and I was looking and I was like, fuck, bust it, like, bust it.
2: I take five points off, don't mind. <coughs> How's that? <coughs> Because he took a Real Madrid win in the Super 6.
1: Oh, I, that's right. i did, did just uh, dead, Just make a note of that. And just
0: dock five points there. Yeah. <laughs> can you block yeah.
1: someone from like a
0: championship or no? Can, I don't know, can you do that? <laughs> uh, I mean, I worked out to send a Skype blank tonight, so I'll be able to get in, it? <laughs> All on my own. Didn't even ask Charlie to help me. No help required. <laughs> right, listen, we'll get into it, or this is going to run into... Two hours. We didn't want that. Anyway, so, obviously, we had uh, the European exploits <clears throat> tonight. Massive game. Real Madrid. Uh, just we'll, we'll sort of do a, a, a sort of overview of the match. But, I mean, even before a ball was kicked, I, I looked at as the, the camera panned across. You looked at you, some of the players. You looked at Abada, obviously young. You looked a bit nervous, sort of told in that first half. Uh, but it, uh, as the camera panned across, you, you, it sort of you seen Jota, excuse me, and O'Reilly, and for me, they just looked right at home. You could tell by their faces they were just embracing it, and I it, uh, they just they just looked right at home. I thought we we done, I thought we done well for forty minutes, uh, and I was really really proud of the team, but. Just come to you first, Stephen. How, how did you think Kings went
1: on the night? I mean, the whole spectacle leading up to it obviously smashing your, your nearest rivals 4 0 on the Saturday, and then you've got the, the European champions coming to Paradise on a Tuesday. I mean, fantastic week for the club, regardless of the result. And I know we're going to get further into it and stuff, and be a bit of detail on player performances and that, but like, I mean. You looked at it when the Champions League anthem started. The, the players were like, they were all like buzzed up. They were happy. Joe Hart was back in his natural environment. And as you said, the likes of Jadon O'Reilly seemed to embrace it. The smile on their faces said it all. And even you pan across to the Madrid players, and they're, they're all like, I think Alaba at one point was just looking around them be like, what the hell's going on here? That, that roar, even when you're watching on the TV screen, it's deafening and it's, it's just magic. It's the magic of Celtic Park in a European night. I thought you, you nailed it for 45 minutes of the game. It wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been bad. Like, it wouldn't it been a bad thing to see Celtic two up at halftime if it took her chances? If we're honest, like, I thought, Abada in the first half had a cracking chance, but again, did the occasion maybe get to him? He freaked out at the finish. We don't know that he's a young boy; he's still up and coming. The Cal McGregor shot off the post. If that goes in, that the roof is going to be tore off Celtic Park. Like you wouldn't be hearing nothing. That that goal would have been spectacular. The, the lead-up played that was fantastic, and. Getting into the second half as well, I don't want to obviously say too much because no, we're getting into it, but yeah. getting into the second half, I think their their quality just came through in the end and it's no, no real shame. I mean, they're the European champions, they played Liverpool off the park and the likes of but he played a big part in that win in the Champions League final. And funny enough, he set up their first goal for Felicius, much like he did against Liverpool to win it. So again, it's, it's no shame. You're playing against superstars and for me, like, I was sitting with my grandson and we, quite, we, we kind of disagreed a bit because he, he is. We're both like each other in a way. We're kind of hot headed. We're like, well, what? we need to compete at this level. But when you strip it back and you look at it, 3 0 loss against Real Madrid, you'd be usually back in the day, you'd be going, what's going on? Why am I not doing this? Why am I not doing that? But the fact we took our state of play, we were brave. Every forward pass hit. Jada was taking on Carvajal. it didn't give Mendy a minute. And Jay for me, was absolutely fantastic. And it led it to their centre-bank, Militel, being took off because he didn't have a clue where he was at points. But, again, overall, it was a fantastic experience. And I think the real test is going to come against uh, Leipzig and Shakhtar Donetsk.
0: Aye. I mean, that's, that's where, before a ball was kicked, you felt like you were going to be able to pick up points. But, like you sort of said there, <clears throat> we lost the game 3-0. And I wasn't raging mm. because... Like you say, we, we played our way and took the game to them for as long as we could. And like you say, if we took our chances, I would have gave them something to think about. You go up 2-0, it's not to say you'll go on and win the game for there because they're that good a side that they, they could come back for that. But again, we, we, we played our football and there was no glaring mistakes in the match. Which was pleasing. Nobody gave the way out, like the goals. Nobody gave the ball away, like in a silly position or it was a mistake for the keeper. It was just a wee bit of bad luck like,
1: and good play. I think when you look what? at the goals, like in, in isolation, there was mistakes in my opinion. <laughs> it looked like there was a, a, well, a we'll rustle of that. the blood to the head. Aye. Ah. <laughs> <Calmed> in, <laughs> <Steven>. <laughs> um, but, aye, come in Stephen
0: But aye, coming to you Wally uh, Off the back of that I mean Stephen sort of touched on A couple of chances early in the match Obviously Abada had had won uh, Jacob Marcus laid it off to him uh, I don't think he realised How much time he had uh, Even I didn't at the time But on seeing it again He maybe had a bit more time Then you've got the McGregor one I mean I've seen that about ten to fifteen times since. Oh. And every time I think it's got to go in every time. It's it was he hurt it that well. we Couldn't have hurt it any better? But I mean they were the sort of two early chances. How were you so, sort of feeling as as the chances went a begging?
2: I well I was I was in an airport in Lanzarote <laughs> was <laughs> <I'm> scrambling, <laughs> scrambling, scrambling like mad, hoping that my flight was delayed, which thankfully it was. Uh, managed to get in a wee pub in the airport, and um, I'm sitting watching it with the wife. And the wife, where well, we went when we were in Lanzarote, we went to. Uh, I always, 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 mate. We went to uh, Bar Sixty Seven for the Derby game, and it was brilliant. And the wife, she gets right into the football too, so it was. She's always asking questions, and that's the first thing I to her at halftime, I was like, "We." And she's like, "That was brilliant." I thought we made the raining champions champions League champions european champions look very ordinary the first half i thought we were brilliant in the press and we played the the, the Andy style like he said we would and uh, that uh, you've got it bang on that's exactly what i said to the life at halftime i was like see at this level you can't miss the chances you need to put them away um but at halftime i was absolutely you could you had to scrape me off the ceiling i was bouncing about thinking like i thought we i thought we were excellent that first half i couldn't believe how good we were against them um the press was great, and again, like, uh, yeah, yeah, their 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 class showed through in the end, and like some of the goals were maybe a bit disappointing, but getting caught in the counter, but it's always going to happen with Andrew Steal and the way we press, and uh, just to go to what Stephen was saying with his granddad, I, I mean, I, I kind of feel the same because normally three and a you you're thinking that's a doing it one one. It was never a three 0 game, um, and I thought that flattered them a bit, um, but I came away thinking. We, second place is yours. Well. If we play like that every every Champions League game we're playing this season, that second place we we is definitely well within our reach. Because I thought we were excellent, and we, if you're coming away against the European champions, um, it's strange coming away like when you you say that, Ross. You come away with a three 0 defeat, and <laughs> you're you're not too unhappy. Uh, uh, no, don't get me wrong. After the second goal went in, I was absolutely deflated because I was on such a high after that first half thinking we're going to th- we're gonna do these boys, I, th- I couldn't <laughs> believe how well we played the first half, I was super deflated but on reflection you're looking at it um, so happy we played the football we played and just for for the future, for the rest of the tournament it's, it's given us so much hope for, for qualifying uh, for the knockout rounds I just think if we, like I say, if we play like that um, I think we've got a right good chance of, of qualifying in that second spot and, uh, Aye. yeah, at the end of the day, you you, you need to be clinical. I think Anne said it in his presser. You need to be clinical at this level. We've not, we didn't put away the chances, and in and, and the end, it, it ended up with what looked like a, a damaging defeat. But, um, very proud of the boys, like you said, and looking forward to the, the uh, Champions League campaign going forward because I think we're in a really, really, really good position.
0: Aye, uh, just sort of touching on what you said there, like. It, it was weird you lose 3-0 like before a ball was kicked you're looking at that group and you're thinking to yourself if we get third it's, it's a good effort second it's a bit of, maybe a bit of, bit of a stretch but we could do it you come off the back of losing 3-0 at home to Real Madrid and now you're believing you can finish second <laughs> it's, it's, it's bizarre ju- it's so but silly, eh? we, we played so well in that first half that against you would perceive as lesser opposition than Real Madrid and you have to say as a lesser opposition, you've got to fancy your chances if we bring that level of play again. But uh, Steve, moving into the sort of second half, uh, another chance goes a begging Maeda this time. Uh, it's fired into him. He's just on the park. Uh, but, <clears throat> excuse me, do you think he should do better uh, with that chance and just Sort of describe your, your sense of pride. I know you sort of alluded to it, but sort of describe your sense of pride eh, as basically going toe-to-toe for
1: 48 minutes with the reigning champions. I think, if we're brutally honest, like Maira should have done far better with that chance. I mean, on that level, as Willie Reddy said, that had to be clinical. And I thought, by the way, Juranovic was excellent and he put the ball in. All game, he was charging up and down that right-hand side. And he dealt well with Phoenicius when he had to. Obviously, there was that goal when he scored it, kind of left his man, but then things happen at this level as well against the top top level opposition in Real Madrid. But get into the second half, I mean, half time I was calm and made a wee cup of tea for me and my granda and my wee brother and all we were sitting watching us and having a wee chat and all half time as we usually do. And there was no kind of sense of being anxious or being like we're gonna get smashed or although it's it's quite strange because I was actually saying this during the week as well and work like Real Madrid aren't like a flashy, flashy team with like loads of skills, loads of floor player players that workman work man. Like they've got a few individuals who are obviously work class but they know how to get the job done. And what I felt they done just in the second half was they sucked all the energy out of us, right? And then once we, were, our legs went and the subs weren't made and, and well, made and all stuff come on, but obviously like O'Reilly and stuff like that, they're starting to drain in energy levels. And it does felt like they took advantage of that. They knew what to do in that period. And it leads to the first goal when we were caught out in the counter, as, as well. He said, Taylor's kind of run with Valverde and it was a mismatch and gets whipped in and Finicius comes in from the, uh, the left-hand side and puts a pass to hard but quite easy, But to be honest, but I just think in terms of Real Madrid, just, the, the sub energy out of it is the weight of their time, the bed of their time and unfortunately, we didn't take our chances because, let's be honest, we had like five glorious chances to take a goal in that game and just unfortunately that it didn't break this and, I seen a comment there about Kyogo if made and a baddest chance went to him, Kyogo would have finished. I probably agree, but Kyogo wasn't one hundred percent fit, so he was up. He, he was on the bench, and Yakimaga's fairly he done the job in his absence. Like, but yeah, Real Madrid does suck the energy out of us, and for the last thirty minutes, that's the, the kind of toyed with us if we're honest. Like the the bullied us off the pitch.
0: It's it's their game management really, because yeah. uh, like Celtic, like we said, they they went for it and they had their chances. They didn't take them. I, I don't want to say Real Madrid were caught cold because I think they were expecting Celtic because they didn't Celtic didn't get as much joy in terms of getting the ball back onto the park quick, taking corners quick as what they did against Rangers. So mm. I think Real Madrid were ready for it and handled it obviously better than what Rangers did, as you would expect. But aye, their game management once <clears throat> once they got that goal, even before they got that goal towards the end of the. First half, you could see them sort of their passing was more crisp, and the, the, the class did take over. Um, yeah, sort of brings me on to really their first goal. Uh, coming to you, uh, I mean, I've not seen it again, uh, but I, I felt at the time, and I felt the crowd maybe thought there was a hint of a back pass uh, right before the build up. Do you remember that, and what did you think
2: yourself? I didn't notice at the time, mate, to be honest with you, but I have seen clips of it since, and I, I, I don't know, I think it's grasping at straws a wee bit, to be honest with you, for what I've seen. I've only seen the clip in isolation, but at the, cause I'm only saying that because, at the time, live, I never noticed it and I'd have been screaming for it if I thought that was the case. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I think Stephen's nailed it. I think that's Ancelotti's style. I think it was the same way as AC Milan teams back in the days. as well, very hard to beat. It's all workhorses, it was seed and even Kakas and stuff in the middle park and Sushchenko's not so much flashy flashy players but um, just top top quality and Modric is 37 now he just absolutely just ran the show Uh, you don't want a Ballon d'Or you don't want a Ballon d'Or in this in our era if you're not a good player Uh, because there's only well there's two that have dominated it in in the last 10-15 years and it's difficult to win one and and he's won one and there's no qualms with me about it because he's a class 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 player and um, I, I again, I think I totally agree with what Stephen was saying. They've just, and I think Tony Cross alluded to it as well. in his post-match presser, he says that it, it, they were kind of taken aback by the the noise in the crowd, and and he says we needed to ride <coughs> kind the of, um what's the word? What's the word he was used? Needed to kind of ride the wave in the first mm-hmm. twenty five minutes, and just kind of like wolfed and uh, just hanging yeah. in there. And then once they got a foothold of the game, though, that was uh, <laughs> it was only going to go one way. But I mean, I. Like you say, and I've been saying it every week on the podcast and domestically as well, if we get an early goal I think we even go up a gear or two and we're like, right, let's let's put the foot on the throat now and just finish it. Um, and I think if we did get that early goal we might have, like we say the result might have, might have been different but we just weren't clinical enough and at this level it's just uh, you're going to get punished for it. I just thought they were excellent and on the counter there was, and against our press as well, I said this of the wife again before the game. I said your press is it's unbelievable like the, the work that they put in and, and how they go in threes and, and 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 put pressure on people and, and and the derby game it worked a treat because we're playing against lesser abilities and, and they're going to make mistakes. Real Madrid played two passes and they've taken four or five of her players out the game yeah. and that's them that's them on a counter and it's it's right. a totally different level. Um, but Saying that, like I say, I thought we were excellent. Really, really do. Um, uh-huh. It's just it's just a shame that I think we did run out of legs. And it's understandable, the amount of work they put in. I thought O'Reilly in the press was as good as I've ever seen him. He won back the ball several times. I thought he was mm-hmm. absolutely immense. Um, I thought Jacob worked his socks off. He's an absolute... I would hate to go up against him. He's absolutely... Has centre-halves and six, sixes and sevens. Um, and aye, it's just unfortunate, Calmac, it's, and it's a matter of millimetres, millime- a couple of millimetres right, and it actually goes in rather than coming out off the post. And I always stick a wee tenner on, I'm scoring for outside the box, so I was absolutely devastated at that as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> aye, well, ju- I mean, you have talking about the press here. I, I noticed <laughs> that myself, eh, O'Reilly, so good in the early stages, but it's like you say, if McGregor won see, see McGregor- quickly, see quickly, see, see quickly, right. sorry, my grandma's coming,
1: this is what I'm talking about, right? <clears throat> So he said, hi, boys, great game. Uh, the gentleman's crap already had a terrible game. Selling <laughs> ground out of steam. Mr. Chance's first half. This th- th- this, is the issue. Like, when you're watching it on the screen, O'Reilly tends to stand off the player, which is fair enough, because he's not a tackler, and it looks like he's just not going pass. But I think the press is a lot more than that. No, Aye. 100%. But I-, I think the press is a lot more. As well, he said, they're going to freeze. Usually, already has McGregor beside him, and they put him in the eyes where they, they want to be. It just like it's great to see different people's opinions,
0: though, isn't it? In, t- in terms of oh, concepts cons- of what they see. Aye, I, I mean, I watch, O'Reilly. I don't know. There was actually a really, a really good piece on the sports scene after the Celtic and Rangers game. If you watch, or really, he starts to press, but then he sort of he's it, he's looking over his shoulder all the time to see if mm. everybody's going with him. If they're not going with him, can he kind of hold. But um, I I think I just got to say if McGregor's one goes in, it puts an extra, maybe 20 minutes in the legs. There's only so many times you can press, and when they press, domestically, they tend to win the ball, but there's only so many times in a game you can press, and get passed through. Didn't it happen in the early stages, but it started to happen all the time, and it's because we're running out of steam, you could see it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. this is this is the difference, this is the levels. I mean, touching on the first goal, Stephen, eh, uh, I mean, after what's a possible, possible back pass, it wasn't a given. They've, I don't know if they've looked at VAR, but they've not gave it. <clears throat> after that, you've still got to do your job. No, I'm not slagging anybody by any stretch. You, you alluded to earlier, you thought there was mistakes made. So, mm-hmm. I mean, do you think Jens could have done better in the halfway line, or was it just a, a really work, well-worked goal?
1: I think the first goal in particular was well worked. The mistakes for me started creeping in more when the legs went and the kind of the heads went down towards the, the latter parts of the, the game. But I want to come to the comments here and, and then I'll say, I mean, there is a wee bit of support from what that was saying. Uh, Joe Finlay, Jadda was starstruck, first quarter of the game. And it, t- it did take me a while to come into that, I thought, to be first. So that's a fair point. Um, Monty's bringing up a and things like that. But we are going to come on to that. I'm, I'm sure Ross is as well. But in terms of the, the first goal... um it was just well worked. I mean, it was much like the Champions League goal in the final. Verde on the right-hand side <coughs> just rips Taylor for pace and smashes the ball like like a jada pass, like if you just whip it across. You've seen that so many times, just get Caioca on the end of the ball. And then, Finicius running from deep from left-hand side and he just plants it in the bottom left, bottom left corner. And I just thought, like, we have Finicius, we have Falverde, and it's it's so hard. The concentration levels must they have to be tapped. And at Constant. one point... Yeah, and just that one slight moment when you switch off, they're taking it, they're, they're in, as Willie said, two passes, and they're cutting this open at Will at times in that second half, and I think that's where the first goal came from.
0: Aye. No, I mean, I tend to agree with that. You look at, you're saying that, like, their clinic, I think they had maybe four, possibly five shots on goal. Mm. They took three of them, do you know what I mean? Exactly. The Celtic didn't take any, that's the difference. Um, but I would have to agree with it. I was just sort of asking if you thought that was where a mistake was made. I have to agree with. you. I thought it was a a really well worked goal, the first one. Jens, he tries to sort of just get tight. Maybe it's a wee bit too tight, but you you can't really you can't really slag him for it. And the ball in and the run through Vinicius just makes it, and it's it's a class I think, goal. I think I think Jens was better than Vickers
1: in the night. By the way, that's my opinion. Um.
0: I think he was. I mean it's I, I thought the both of them played fairly well, both done their jobs. I didn't think they was better than the other, but I th- I thought they they done well. Uh what what do you think on the centre centre half pair? Just to go off topic a wee bit there, well. Uh, I,
2: yeah, I, I think it's like I like Jens. I, I like for me, Starfelt's been really good since he's came in. It's a really good uh choice to have to be honest with you but I like I don't think he I do not think either looked out of place to be fair. I think in this yeah. system and Andrew style we're going to be open to the counter. Um, I don't think you can point fingers at any like you said any individuals for any of the goals. Um, I have to give a big shout out to <coughs> Joe Hart's save as well by the way we were one we've initially scrolling uh, in on that left because right. uh, we, we were warned before he got the goal and because uh, he was going through and Joe Hart made a great save. Um but uh, Juranovic is another one I like. For me, in recent weeks, I've thought Ralston might be a shoot to come back in because whenever he comes in, he's he's always excellent. I know it's domestically, and Juranovic, I think he's he's I think he's a different class player. I think he can play anywhere in the park. But I don't know. I don't know if defensively he's quite sound enough for me. He's like a Trent Alexander-Arnold. Or that I'm not. By the way, I'm not comparing him with Trent. Well, I, fuck I am because he's terrible. has Let's In the sense of he's going forward and, and and very technical and and that, that I think that's the type of player he is coming back the way. I'm not so sure. But I thought he was excellent defensively on Tuesday night. Yep. I thought uh, he did a great job. Uh, I was really, I was actually really surprised. I thought he, I thought he did a really good job on Vinicius. Um but, I, uh, I just I,
0: trust him more defensively than Ralston because because uh, uh, he's pace. Aye, oh, he's, he's aye.
2: frightening quick. Aye, he's he is. aye, I thought I thought he was excellent on Tuesday night as well. But uh, aye, no, I quite like that. Uh, I quite that, that for me that would be my first eleven anyway. The centre defensive pair. And I, I really like Jens. I think he's, I think he looks so com- comfortable on the ball coming out for the back. Um, aye, and and again he's got pace to burn as well. He's a big lad. Mm-hmm. He's obviously got an eye for a goal. He's got a couple of goals already for us this season. Um, I, I, for me, that would be my first central defensive pairing. But uh, I, for that first goal, I don't think I, th- I. think to to answer your question, Stephen, as well. I don't think there was. We're always going to be susceptible to losing a goal like that with, with the way we press. And I don't think you can point fingers at anyone. I mean, like there was neither centre half was in our box when the when the ball got crossed in. But it's because we are so high up the pitch when we're pressing. I don't think you can point fingers at either of them. I just think it would just aye, it's just world-class. It's two or three passes and, and they were in and it was an aye. easy finish.
0: Aye. aye. It's quick, as you say, two or three passes and yeah. they're right up the park. Aye, I was just reading that there. He's, he's bang on. Uh, we've come so far in such a short mm. period of time. And it's down to one man. But um, aye immensely proud of the team uh, just coming back to you Willie, we'll go over the second goal uh, it's weird going over goals in a game and it's the ones we've conceded <laughs> rather than the ones we've cons- uh, we've what, what can score can score
2: what's in this Pepsi
0: man. Max have <laughs> you turned into Mina it, aye, so sure, it, it must be a, it must be that top left side of the screen <laughs> <laughs> um, aye come to you Wally in the second goal um, again we lose it on the halfway line I, I say that but like a I said earlier challenge, though, aye the, the most pleasing aye. Aye, the most pleasing part for me is, like I said, there's no glaring mistakes. It's they're, they're challenging for the ball. It's a poor ricochet, but I mean, again, is there any felt we could have done better in that goal? Possibly, a, a push for me. There's no a lot, but maybe a stronger hand for heart. But uh, just yeah, sort of talk us on. through it
2: and see, see what gives you, your thoughts. Ah I think. I mean. <laughs> Like you say, it was a good... I don't know who... I can't remember who made the hard challenge, though. Um, (laughs) Monty's fucking at it again. Uh, Ray, take my hand and take it off Monty's jaw. (laughs) There was a a cracking, crunching challenge in the middle of the park. I can't remember who it was. And the the balls just broke. Uh, Was it? And the balls broke to, to, to um, to their midfielder. I think probably... We're, we're high up the pitch, but I think Jens might probably get gets beat a wee bit too easy for me. And them as as they're coming into your half, uh, and then I don't know if you can point the finger at Taylor. He does dive in, but like Modric is is ready to hit the hit the target, and most defenders are gonna try and block it for there. And and Modric is different class, and he just beats a couple of them and, and, and puts it. You're probably right. Joe Hart could maybe get a a stronger hand to it. Out of the three goals, that's probably the one I'd be most disappointed with. I think there's two or three phases of play that we could probably stop it. But um but Modric is touching and uh, he sits uh tailored and then I think I think Jens gets back and he sits undone as yeah. well. Right. And then places it by. Uh, so I think there is two or three phases of play that we could have probably stopped it, but I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be chastising any of the players to be fair.
0: I, well, for me, I think we're unlucky in the middle of the park. CCV goes in for the challenge. Jacob Marcus is coming the other way. It's sort of CCV actually wins the ball, if I remember, right? And then it sort of ricochets out and it, it falls into the path. Of, I don't remember what Real Madrid player it was, to be honest with you, but it falls into his path. And then the play opens up for there. They get a bit of space. Then he gets beyond the ends. I actually think I don't know if Modric has a goal and then it sort of comes back to him and it falls for him perfectly. It's moments like that, just wee ricochets and bobbles. And yeah. If they go for a team of that class, they're going to punish you. Uh, again, Stephen, just coming to you with the same sort of questions. Is there anything you felt we could
1: have done better? I think <clears throat> Willie nailed it. There was like different phases of play where we could have stopped that goal. And what's quite heartening for me is bar the first goal, the other two can be stopped by showing up a wee bit better defensively. And that's a good point to make there because you look at it and you're thinking, well, the three goals, if you're an outsider going, with the cut is open at will? I think the last two goals, the second one in particular for me, it's like a rush, of, a rush of blood to the head. There was a lot of panic that set in. There was two challenges in the middle of the pitch that were lost. It broke out and Rodgers ends up, ends up with it at the edge of the box and Taylor kind of dives at it and he misses and he gets planted by Modric and then Dienz gets back by the way, which is a fantastic recovery one. But he didn't stay on his feet, he just fell back, kind of putting his left foot out, trying to, to nick it away with his toe. And then Modric is trademarked outside the right the, the right foot. I thought for me, Joe Hart, not being critical of him, but I think he should have saved that if I'm honest. I, I agree. there's not there's not lots of power on it for me. It's not like it's banged into the, the bottom left, it's kind of just they just touched and they kind of toe poked but outside their the right foot. Um, I thought his hand was a bit weak he could have tipped around the post if he was if probably in a better position but that's where I'm coming back to the point where it wasn't as if Real Madrid took us and kind of ragdolled us and we were getting cut open at the will there was just a wee bit of, a wee bit of naivety set in wee bit of panic stations that we're probably believing it's now each in the 60th minute blah 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 we can hold on we can get a victory and then as soon as that goes it's like boom downhill and, the, right. and the legs start getting sapped and you can see the players just kind of, not looking at the clock but wishing the game will end and Real Madrid again, the class that Modric and uh, Kroos just controlled the midfield from that point. And I was again, I'll go back to the what Joe Hart should have saved. I can't really say anything. I really do. The the is... times. Oh, sorry, I've watched the back a few times. Sorry, I've watched the back a few times. And I really think Joe Hart, I think he's got caught with the movement of Modric and he's moved himself. And he's he's put his weight on his other leg and he's trying to come back. and didn't get there in time, but it's a savable chance for me. It's savable. I like see, um, see for
2: Modric Like it just shows the difference in class between and I'm, there's no. I'm no way having a go at a bad here by the way because he's been absolutely immense for us this season, and he's 20 years old. <laughs> I, I can't believe the talent he has. He's, he's honestly. He's, I think he's going to be a top top player, but we've got his chance, and I think Ross, like you said, I don't think he realizes he's got as much time as he does. He could take a touch. I think there's. A, I think he probably could have actually lifted it over the keeper him as well. So he's had that chance there. and that's a far easier chance than Modric. He's Modric. has got two or three players coming back at him. He he mm. fakes the shot, puts two on their arse, and puts it away. And I think that's the difference at this level. Aye. he has as much more difficult, and he he, he just puts two players on their arse, like I said, and puts it away. And I, I wouldn't say how bad this is. Like he's panicking or whatever. I just think he, he doesn't realize he's got as much time, and I think he's probably better. Um, as a reactive finisher more than he has when he's got time. He, he's better at just one, like, a bit like Jacob Ackes, where it's one touch at the back post and just... And uh, I, just, I, I just think that, like, that that Modric's chance was... It wasn't even really a chance. <laughs> he made it a chance. And uh, just at that level, they're just a top, top side, and he's a top, top player. And as much as we can pick out, like I said, we phases that we maybe could have done better, sometimes you just need to go, you know what? That's fucking world class. Aye. No.
0: Just when you're talking about Abada there it, it was a wee bit I felt at the time it was a wee bit I- ironic obviously he's missed eight chances in the first half he's, he's, he has shot it a wee bit but he, he, he does. can, he he can understand You can understand and he's not recovered for it which again you can understand
1: but was very much like his first uh, Glasgow Derby game Aye, aye. but
0: just what he's saying there about being a reactive finisher, I think he's bang on there. And the irony is, he comes off at half-time, which, rightly so. I and then, two minutes later. into the second half, the chance falls to Maeda. Abada
2: probably takes that. Aye.
0: Or, oh, yeah, that's
2: you, He's he's definitely putting that away. Oh, 1, aye, definitely.
0: Just felt the wrong guy. And it's nae slanting Maeda, but he's not the most natural finisher. And he's just on the park. But again... We talk about fine lines, margins. These are, these are what it is at this level. And it's, we've said that about a million times here, but that's just what it is. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, on to the third goal. Again, I'm going to try, I'm going to ask yourself, Stephen, then Wally, if you think there was anything we could have done better. There's 33 passes. You have to admire that. The final part of it, ball over the top, then squared. Maybe could have done better. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what I think after. Yeah, uh, I'll come to you, Stephen. What, what did you think of that goal?
1: Well, it was what was it? Thirty-seven passes, was it? Yeah, thirty-three, I think. But uh, 30, 30, it was 30 passes. But it was a lot. If we're honest, <laughs> at, at that point, sounded like Celtic were puffing out of their arse. They couldn't move. They couldn't. It was I, like they were stuck in the mud. And I, I think that Eden Hazard come on, and uh, also another thing to, have, to add to the mix, like. I don't think Celtic necessarily planned for Hazard to be on the pitch. It was They're expecting Kareem to play the whole game Benzema and he comes <laughs> off after 20 minutes. And for me, Hazard brought a different kind of dimension to the game. He was just dropping in the holes and he was dragging players out of position. And then for the final goal, a great team play. If we're honest, if Celtic scored a goal like I think we did last year at one point, we had consecutive passes and it was played over and over again on, on certain social media channels and stuff like that. But I thought at that point we were done. We were out cold. And they they kind of played about it well and like the, it came down Taylor side again not being down and Taylor he couldn't have done much that's us be honest and the ball was whipped in I don't even think the, the centre backs are in the box at that point I can't they weren't were that and then it was okay, Ranolfs okay. left left with um Hazard and Hazard dipped off and he didn't realise where he was he finished it quite easily. And, I just we were done. and that's what we've done, and that's for me the, the fine margins and that kind of like environment, that kind of football and team you're up against, you need to be switched on you need to have the energy levels up the whole game, and just unfortunately at that level we aren't quite there yet but it's a building process and I'm confident we will get there, and to say it like, we're going to learn from this game, and Hank O'Reilly said it as well in one of his social media posts we'll have a lot to learn, we a bit naive at this level, we're back at the top table great performance overall, but Two, two final goals I thought we could have done defensively better at if we were more Swiss on.
0: Aye. We're just, as you say, we're, we're knackered by that point. The game's gone. And Joe
1: gets it.
2: I
0: don't agree with that. I will. I don't agree with that either. I'll hear for you first, Willie, and then I'll see if I agree with you. <laughs> he's, got,
2: he's, got, he's got two men at the back post. He needs to pick one. What's he meant yep. today? Yep. Can't he just map two men at the same time? He's got to go... He's can has just hold
1: kill a wee second. so I'm getting a wee bit of comments here. Michael Ross has said a few times for us to move <laughs> on to the Shakter game, but we haven't had time to, to give our reaction, Michael. I know it's frustrating and stuff, but just just stay on with us, have a couple of beers with us, chip in with your opinion as well. and We're happy to hear, it, buddy. Go ahead, Willie.
2: Uh, aye, aye, He's got two men for me. I don't, I don't, he, he can't split his cell in two. He's got to make a decision, and he did. It's no, it's, there's, there's no way it's his fault for the goal. Like you said, the two centre halves are actually up pressing. They were nowhere mm-hmm. to be seen, and nobody's blaming them. But I just think Taylor's getting made to be a, a scapegoat again. I don't understand what he can do more there. Um, I, I I totally agree with you, Stephen. I, it's similar to the first goal for me. Um, we were Fair pressing point. high, and we've just been we've been caught with a counter and a good ball, and then um, because our centre halves are pressed so high, there's they're nowhere to be seen. Uh, I think we were we were desperate to try and get this try to get a goal back, and uh, they've just they've just. I passed it, and I don't want to say training exercise. I think that's a bit harsh, but the passing and, and the movement around us, like um, <laughs> like it was a training exercise. Then Stephen, <laughs> um, I, it's be, it would be interesting to see if, for example, that is a Shakhtar, and we are actually leading one or two now, or we, well, let's say one now, we're leading by a goal. If at that same time in the game we will still be pressing and still yeah. like, your centre-ass will be that high up the pitch. It'd be interesting to see if that's the case. But I again, for me, similar to the first goal, uh, it was a decent play for them. We were high up the park, pressing, and um, they've just carved us open. But for me, I, I don't know what more Taylor can do. Uh, I, I mean, I, mean
0: I, I agree with you there. You look at Taylor, it's like you said, it was two on one. They've got the overload with Valverde at the back post, I think it is. I Taylor agree. doesn't know where to come in and look after Hazard or go to Valverde. He's in co- he looks like he's caught in no man's land, but it's through no fault he has, in my opinion. You could say, if Jens is a bit more aware, he could shuffle over towards Hazard. Then it stops Taylor if they him out of the defensive line, if you like, and he can then shuffle across and look after Valverde. But, I mean, Real Madrid have passed the ball 33 times Thirty-seven times, whatever it is, and they've been very patient and they've wore us down, and they've basically passed it until they've moved us into positions, out of positions where we don't want to be, and then they've they've seized their opportunity and just took it. And again, that's that's what these teams do. You, you could pick holes, and and the the defensive like sort of job they done for the goal, but in the end. Real Madrid are
2: just class and I, I think we're that's going to a, have... See, see, with the, see, it's a bit shit because of the goals we lost. It, it kind of it alludes to this whole it's Angie's style and it's not going to work in Europe because we press and all the rest of it and we were beating the count and we were on, on, for a number of the goals. But that first half, I thought we were so solid defensively. I thought we, we were very compact. We, we, we limited their chances. I thought we were really good defensively. We weren't getting caught and i don't know if it is maybe uh like the gas is is running out but at the same time even at half time i like i said you had to scrape me off the ceiling because i was absolutely buzzing with the way we were playing and then i thought to myself we can't keep this up but then i'm like well we've got Maeda to come on we've got Tumbles yeah. to come on we've got all these guys to come on the fresh legs and we'll be fine it didn't work out that way the second half unfortunately um but i uh, to to wrap that that like what you said Russ, what was that
0: what Monty I'm said there is
1: I think as well, said. what people... I Bring that Monty went up again? Was the press, I think, first half, the press well, Yeah, Give me two halves. I with that. I, I think what people are, are failing to realise, I genuinely think, think when we get further into this uh, group stage, the midfielder, it's going to be a bit different. I think your man's going to play a big part. Abelgaard, the the guy was saying from Ruben Kazan, the, the big defensive midfield uh-huh. player, I can see him featuring quite heavily, moving Kalmak up one and Keeping or a O'Reilly ta- a in that because we we'll have to understand as well, like, no, no, no matter what we're, we're doing, like, our fitness levels, whether we like it or not, we're, we're not up the Champions League level at the minute. It's obvious to yeah. see. We can keep it for 45, 60 minutes. It's that final bit that Ans always talks about to get to. And I firmly believe that with the players he's signing, we're going to get there. Whether it takes this year, there's a learning curve, a drop in the Europa League, or blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying I want that to happen, but. So it's it's a journey with fans. He's always talking right. about it. It's evolution of his tactics. And what I loved, although people are saying it's an issue that we're conceding kind of the carbon copy go, fair enough. But we've seen it time and time again. These players learn. It's not like under the Rogers era where they're getting smacked 7 0 by PSG, 7 1 by, by Barcelona, and nothing's getting really picked up. Yeah, we're still dom- dominating the, the SPL and the Cup competitions, but European level just seems to like be swept aside. So that type of thing. But with Poster Caldo, he wants both. He wants us on both fronts and I can see it happening.
2: Positivity yeah. for Stephen the night, man. Aye. Aye. Bit... Oh, can... oh, I mean, yeah. like <laughs> anyway, it. see seeing see, see what you're saying about us and the way that Angie plays, I, I don't think there's many teams that could like, Real Madrid can't, couldn't play that way. Benzema would be on the yeah. grass after 65 Aye. minutes yeah. as well and he'd subbed off. But, like, It's not just, a, it's, I don't think it's a matter of the fitness levels for the Champions League. It's fitness levels to suit Angie style and I don't think there's there's a lot a a finely tuned athlete to to do what he wants you to do for 90 minutes I I absolutely but
0: see when you're talking about the fitness levels I think you'll find that the the, the fitness levels will look better against Shakhtar and Leipzig because Shakhtar and Leipzig will not keep the ball off as the way Real Madrid did and make his run thankless running Uh, so I think you'll find that the fitness levels will look better in the games. And I think your fitness levels are good. Morning, Christy. Or good evening for <laughs> 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 Um But listen, we'll try and move on uh, for the game a wee bit. But I want to touch on Hak Ivanovic again. He came on, another brief cameo. Again, for me, impressed. I enjoyed the drop of the shoulder, the, the, the shot. He had to go and do that against like a really good team. Eh, Wally eh, just come to you do you see him getting a, a start soon Like, eh, I mean it might be domestically first this weekend would have been as good as any but that's obviously not to be but do you think it will be domestically he'll get a start or do you think he'll be thrown in on a European stage
2: I think so I think he'll maybe try and get him in but it's difficult to I mean who do you drop for him we've been flying this season domestically so far Jota's been you know everybody's raving he's the best player in the league uh, bad has scored goals for fun. Ah, uh, Maeda kind <coughs> of get in. Uh, where like like he's uh, he'll definitely be given his chance. And he looks there's brief cameras we've seen him. He looks a, he looks a top top player. And uh, the way he described himself when he first joined about how he likes to beat players and he's a bit of flair and he's got a powerful shot and all the rest of that you can see that and him. He look like and he didn't look like you said to be thrown in um against Real Madrid. Uh it didn't look like he was overawed by the 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 manner of the, 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 the where he was he 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 fit in perfectly I thought he was I thought he looked excellent in his wee cameo I'm really looking forward to seeing more of him <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the manager because I don't know how you're going to fit him in that <laughs> team with the way we are playing now domestically right. um like you can't drop Jota and a scoring goals for fun I would imagine he's your top goal scorer um maybe Kyogo actually we'll be far but, off, really. but I mean how are you meant <laughs> you meant to fit him in the team unless you just drop another defender and just Put another striker or attacker <laughs> on them It's difficult, but I, I think, I think we will see more of him, and I think he'll probably be. Um, it's hard to tell because you're only seeing a wee cameo on ten, fifteen minutes, a couple of times. But he's very, it looks very exciting, and I think he might be a prominent figure in the first eleven um, in the not too distant future if we can fit him in somewhere.
0: Aye, well, I think that's that's probably where using the squad will come into it, and certainly in the well, the runny games we are supposed to have, but. Um we we'll are not going to that. Uh but I uh, Stephen, where did you think of him is it when he came on the other night? And do you think he's going to be a good a good addition to the team?
1: Well, I mean, like I think it's it's a testament to him. We're 3 0 down. Poster Cole calls him for the bench. He's not having his head down. He's he's ready to go. He's ready in that pitch to make a difference. And he done what Jada didn't do for me the whole game. He took on the the fullback has smacked a, a shot at the keeper, albeit from the front post, fair enough, but he still challenged the keeper in that front. Uh, for me, he, he likens to uh, a faster version of Chris Commons. I get that type of vibe from him. He takes the ball in really well. He, he uses his body, his strength, and he can link up and he has a, a really powerful shot and he can whip a ball in as well. We've seen a few cross balls that he's done. So I'm excited the same in the team more. And I think we were speaking last time we were on and you mentioned. Haksabanovic could be a player, and he, he could be one that could potentially be in the first team in the next couple of weeks. But we just don't know right now. He could just take it to a new level, and a battle can miss out or whatever, or as well he said, he can maybe take figures or the inside and just <laughs> stick it in for the best. <laughs> but he's he looks a quality player, and I think we we've robbed Ruben Kazan recently. We've got Starfelt from him, Albagar from him, and now Haksabanovic. He looks really really good. He's positive on the ball. He takes it in tight spaces. He can play in different positions with Postacoglu like so rotation to be to be put in there as well and the squad is, is frightening especially for the level we're at at the minute it's, it's incredible
0: Aye. And, and, and I mean if he, if he comes in and he, he does get a, a wee run of games and he's as good as what we've got out wide or through the middle or better then I mean he's going to be a class player and it's, it only bodes well for the squad uh, going forward in the season but um, we'll move on to finally probably this will be the last bit on the Madrid game. I've just tried to spin it out a wee bit because we've no got the Livingston one to look forward to. I'm um, enjoying it. But... Keep going. Um, so, I was going to talk about uh, Angie's disappointment in his post-match mm-hmm. interview. He looked, you could see it, he looked visibly gutted, annoyed. We, we didn't we didn't get what we deserved for the first half, certainly. Uh, it was a, wouldn't he, uh, like what we've said, no clinical enough. Fine lines, stuff like that. But, um, Stephen, what did you take for the interview and his persona? Personally, I like the disappointment, uh, he losing to the reigning champions rather than an acceptance. What, what did you think? Yet?
1: Well, I mean, previous managers would have come out and said, We played well for 40 minutes, we took them toe to toe, and if we took our chances, it could have been different. But Posta is not like that. We've seen that. And I love the fact that he's honest. That he looks so like upset in in that um, the post match press conference he done. He looks so downbeat in a good way, obviously, because he's seen that we can compete, and he wants us to take, be more clinical. He wants me to smash that ball in the back of that. He wants the batter to be more brave and confident in himself and take that opportunity. And I think we, we will definitely learn because possibly <laughs> he's come in. And you look at last year, all the turmoil, he's overturned that, and you look at this year, the, the squad's in a fantastic place. <laughs> And you've got the likes of McGregor putting the team forward, Joe Hart being the main kind of voices in the dressing room, Postacoglu as well. And just to hear him say that he was disappointed and and, and the chances were taken. And he wasn't making excuses. He wasn't making, for example, the money or saying we can't compete at this level because we need hundreds of millions of pounds, like another um, <laughs> manager within uh, Scully's circles. It was all... No, no, you don't looking, have dicks. <laughs> we, it, it was all, we, we need to compete. He want, He feels a responsibility. That was brilliant. He said that he feels a responsibility to have us up there every year competing in the Champions League. How refreshing is that really, do you know I mean? You don't um. have excuses. You don't have fitness issues. You don't have money worries. He's just saying, play the football, trust my style, we'll compete.
0: And I trust them hundred percent right now. Aye. I, I mean I I fully agree with you there. Uh, and just come to your Willie. Stephen had sort of touched on it there. Um sort of, I don't know you kinda mean exactly what he said, but it was something along Are the lines. Of, a no, but what Anj <laughs> actually said it was something along the lines a that like this is an unbelievable football club. The supporters are outstanding, and he feels like a responsibility to get to get us to the, the level where we're competing in the Champions League, uh, because it's it's what the club deserves and the supporters deserve. Son along the lines. J- just talk me through your orgasm at that that point, man. <laughs> <life. laughs> oh, that was uh, <laughs> it was very long, and
2: there was a lot of strange noises coming out of me, but. <laughs> um, (laughs) i I love these you know what like if you stuck a microphone in front of me at the end of that game i I think i would have been in the exact same mood in the frame of mind because i was i was absolutely devastated but it wasn't because we've just been pumped or whatever it was because the first half we were so good and i just think if we Mm -hmm. nicked a goal the result could have been so much for so i can i I was so frustrated and so i was just gutted because we never it's a difficult one because it's not like we didn't we didn't, like didn't we play well or that. I, I, I just because I think we could have took something for the game, and I think that was his feeling as well, and that's why I was frustrated. But to hear him um, say as usual, just always says the right.
1: <laughs> God's sake, <sick> man! Big, <laughs> big man. <Yeah. laughs> um,
2: as usual, he always knows what to say, and, and he's been saying that before, even before the game. To be fair, he says, "I just want us to." To be back where we belong, be a team that's competing in the biggest stage, which we deserve to be. And to be fair to him, after the last Lennon debacle um, and all the how Eddie Howe debacle and all that, if you told me we would be where we are now in that short space of time, I would have absolutely laughed at you out the door. Mm-hmm. And the, he's he's worked miracles uh, in the small in the short time he's been here. Uh, so imagine what going, what's going to happen in the next few years uh, with him at the helm. Um, I can totally understand his frustrations, like I said. Um, I thought we went toe-to-toe with him in the first half and we sh- we, sh- we deserved better. Um, and he's a winner. He's an absolute winner. And I-, I think he's he believes in himself and he believes in this team. And I think that's why he was bitterly disappointed. And I was going to mention it as well. Stephen said that if, if, if I'm one of his players listening to that. I'm I'm gonna run through brick walls for them. This I'm I'm saying to myself see this next game. I'm gonna run three kilometers more than I did here. I'm gonna and then across the city you've got a man saying we need hundreds of millions to compete. We're not gonna compete. If you're in that dressing room, what's I mean, oh. how you how are you gonna get motivated for the next game for that? It's way but... uh, I think I think that's I think that speaks volumes in the man. Um absolute motivation. I think you could take a terrible player and turn him into a superstar. Uh, fortunately yeah. for us he's got top top players and he's he's turning them into even better players. Uh I just just love him. Just love everything about him. I kinda like Bye. I'm so happy that I sent I sent a thing in the group chat the other day and I think Eddie Howe's been interviewed and asked about the Celtic what happened over the, the, the summer saga and he said that was his it's his staff um he was told that he needed, his, he needed his staff if he was going to do it and this was the only job that appealed to him. Um, Thank God he didn't get the staff in because we've got the absolute messiah. There's no yeah. way... By the way, see all this talk as well? There's <laughs> no, way, no way Andrew's going to go to Brighton. He's, he's, I can't see it. He's Is no. Well, if he was going to go somewhere, it would need to be a top, top team. And even then, honestly, I think that he's came in. We've took the chance on him and nobody else did. Nobody knew who he was. I think he's as loyal as he come. He knows the club. He talks about uh, his passion for them before and how he's he's heard the stories and knows the club <clears and> says, <throat> He's no finished here. He's not even started. No. I think there's a long way to go. If I was a board, I'd be offering him an eight-year contract and give him whatever yeah. money he wants. Um, but, I, but I don't think we need to worry about anybody coming in and approaching him because I really, really don't think he'll go anywhere. Um,
0: no, I don't think he's that type of guy either, Willi. Uh, uh, I mean, for me... He's, he's always said that he, he his dream was to manage a big club in Europe. He's managing a big club in Europe. Yep. If he goes to a Brighton, a Palace, just no disrespect to them, but they're they're in Europe, but they're not a big club. If he leaves Celtic, for me, he only leaves to go to a Man United, a Liverpool, yep. Chelsea, a push, Arsenal, a push, teams like that. But he doesn't leave Celtic for a hang about in the Lower echelons, mid-table, eh, the 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 English Premier League, because as you said, Willie, he's a winner, he's a born winner, he wants to be challenging for trophies, mm-hmm. and if he goes to the teams, he'll do his very best to to try and do what Rogers done when he first went to Leicester, and, like break up that that top four, but that's your, that's your ceiling realistically, and he's not interested in that, and for me, you, you talk about he's man managing the skills the way he's got the players playing on the park and stuff like that but the grasp that he's got in reality even though like the sort of circles he moves in the money he probably makes to to still turn around and say sort of paraphrasing, but the other night he'd say something about I'm not wanting the fans to to, it's no paying a bill they're coming Right. because they want to be here and I want them coming bouncing into the stadium, I'm yeah. like he st- he just gets it man, he just I, gets us, that, he gets no. the club it's totally amazing J- just talk a wee bit about Ange, Stephen, before we move on.
2: Can I just nip in again there, just to say, because <clears> I, to- I totally agree with every word Ross just said, but I, honestly, <laughs> this might be me just talking absolute nonsense as usual, but even the top teams in England, I'm not so sure. I, I think it needs to be right for him. It needs to be right for his family. Mm-hmm. Like I don't Aye. think he's one that's craving. I think he's, he's he's happy here. We've bought into what he wants to do. He's bought right into us. There's a proper love affair there. He understands the, the manager may go round down south and all the rest. Of it. He could be in a job for two months, do a good job, by the way, and still get fucking punted out in his ass. I.e. Tushol and all the rest of them that went yep. before. I just think it's a perfect match, and I just think I, I think he knows that we know that. And like I don't know who <coughs> going up there, but it says um, I can never see a time where Ange would leave. I'm the, I'm totally the exact same. Um I would when, agree. See, see when I see when I heard, see when you heard, you, you, like when you see the rumours and the bookies are saying that Ange's Chelsea are looking at him and stuff like that. I, like a week don't get me wrong. My stomach was like oh, when I first read it, I was like, oh my god, I actually felt physically sick. But then when you think about it, you're like, nah, not, he's not going to go anywhere. He's, he's. When you sit back and look at it, it's like, nah, it, 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 no anywhere in the, in the foreseeable future anyway. <coughs> maybe, it might, I think the, the time he'll leave, it'll be when he feels like he's done as much as he can do at Celtic. When he's got us to a level right. and he thinks we can't take us any further. And I think that's fucking at least five, six years down the line. I think he'll maybe go, you know what, that's just enough now. Hi, Joe, bang on.
0: Right, Stephen. Take your moment, kid. <laughs>
2: this is my Oof. moment. No
1: pressure.
2: <laughs> this is my time.
1: Is that the way I go? I probably probably not. No. The way goes, but, yeah. No, I not think good. like you look at Paul, Post- <laughs> Post- you look at Paul right? And you lose it with the players, right? If the players don't want to be a Celtic, they're gone. If Ange had one feeling in his body that he didn't want to be a Celtic football club, he wouldn't be there, regardless of a club chasing him, a club <laughs> after him, money getting in his eyes or in his head. He would not be a Celtic football club if he thought he is a full ambition and his full freedom wasn't with that. So, no question, he's staying. I think Egyptian King here comes in with a cracking point if he can bring it back up. Funny how all the English media laughed at Celtic for signing Islands and that they're busting their holes to get him in the Premier League. 100% agree. This guy came in, by the way, under scrutiny, laughing about his coaching badges, saying he wasn't qualified for managing in a top league in a year for type of environment because he only had the Australian ones. He's come in, put gaffer tape around their mouths and told them to fuck up. Because he is unbelievable. <laughs> he is, this this, this guy, yes. this this guy gets Celtic Football Club. He makes me happy seeing he's talking about us. You can, you can tell he means it. It's not like in a sneaky snake way. The likes of Rogers would have done it, by the way. Then he slinks out the door. He's up front. He's honest. He tells us what's going wrong, what he needs, by the way, when he wants players through the door. He wants it done quicker, which was done by Michael Nicholson let the, the board listen to him because he's not a man to be messed with. We've seen this before in his career. He will be there, however long he wants to be. And thinking about him leaving does make make your eyes water But He's in my lifetime. I could probably probably go back to maybe Martin O'Neill, but even then, I was a young kid and I watched it with my granddad. Didn't really grasp it all because I was still learning about Celtic Football Club and and the way it's operating and the, the famous history and stuff. But to Alan to you in my opinion. Since I support a Celtic as the best manager in my lifetime, just yeah. the way he speaks and he he relates to the fans so much, he knows that uh, Roman pressure as as a society, money issues, bills. He doesn't want us coming feeling like we're paying for a ticket out of like a, a like a what do you call it? like a season ticket or like a, a, a choice. He wants us to come and enjoy the experience. Watch the team play a certain way. Go home happy. Forget about your problems for ninety minutes. That other famous quote he done. He is a fantastic manager. And Celtic Football Club, whether they're going off from a contract or not, I think Arns, as I said, if he didn't want to be there, if there was a thing on his body, he wouldn't be there. The guy is in Celtic. Enjoy the guy. Let's not wish him away because he's an absolute legend.
2: See, I see just a yeah, thing yeah. in that as well. I totally agree with everything you said there, and I'm the same. And 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 earlier, like I, like my years, like Tommy Burns, and then Martin O'Neill, and, and and like obviously Martin O'Neill <coughs> is is like a god at Celtic. And that team he had was immense. And like Martin O'Neill was a man motivator as well. He made you feel 10 foot tall. But we never really seen that, I don't think, with the media and stuff like that. We see it in Ange. Like every time he speaks, like you said, he's he's like a god. There's an aura about him. That's a great point, mate. Great point, Egyptian King. Aye. Um, There's an aura about him. I I, I genuinely think if I walked by him, I would melt. Because he's just he's like, hes like a god-like figure now. Right. And I totally agree. He's been, I mean, he's currently becoming my favourite Celtic manager of all time also. And the football we're playing, I've never seen football like it. It's just, and, and I totally agree, money's not, it's not even in his thought process, I don't think, when it comes to, he always talks about the right, he always talks about bringing the right people in. They need to be the right person and all that sort of stuff as well, when he's talking about bringing players into the club. I think he's the same. With how he talks about Celtic in a way that, that this club suits him, he suits the club. Like we've said, um, it's like he's been sent from God for us, <laughs> and um, it needs to be the right. It needs to be right for him. I don't think Gondon England, even the top teams, would be right for him. I don't think because he he's he's totally in charge. He needs to be in charge of everything. You don't get that down there. There's a recruitment manager, a fucking loan manager, somebody else signing the players and you're just you're just coaching them. That's not Ange needs to be in charge yeah. of the full th- and that's what he's got at Celtic, and he's got our respect. We he, we've got his respect. It's a marriage made in heaven, and I just don't see him yeah. going anywhere in any soon.
0: Aye. That'd be brilliant if he'd done like a Fairgate you and stayed for a quarter uh, of a century. Imagine. <laughs> Aye. Sitting there Especially. well into my fifties still with Ange.
2: Uh, and then, especially oh, this day and age, because, like, manager's done not last fucking six months now. I, I think I, stay the, for the,
1: that. Main, the, <laughs> the main thing for answer for me, like, I can see him truly now, like, me in my own head, can see him moving up, like, into, like, the football director role itself. They like, can maybe bring in, like, a, an understudy to him for him to kind of guide him through the process. But, again, just to reiterate right what I you guys do. are saying, we could sit here and talk about Pasta Caldwell for hours. The guy's an absolute, he's a genius. And and Michael McDonald comes in Football under Tommy was the best. I don't remember them times, Michael, but my tells me great tales about the Tommy the Burns there and how unlucky Aye. he was and in, in terms of leagues and that. But Poster Call for me is an absolute king. Unbelievable. I think
2: I think Aye. when Andrew's when I think when Andrews done at Celtic he'll we talked about like Larson and Jinky Johnston and all the rest of them. I think there'll be Jock Steen. I think there'll be statues built and stands named after him. I honestly think he'll be here for a long time and he'll <laughs> <laughs> and fifty six days, his godlike status will be immortalised somewhere. I really, really do. Aye, mm-hmm. um aye, I, I don't think Blood's we can pumping.
0: say. I don't think we can say much more on Ange. He's 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 go, he has for me. He's he's probably my favourite Celtic manager. The old time now somebody said Burns that. football was the best football oh, Burns football imagine that. was the best Can you imagine, Tommy, man? oh man be some team eh but uh, aye Tommy Burns football was unbelievable for me and just playing the best football since then is it better possibly time will tell I would say so just I, I would say so as well. I didn't even want to
2: offend, but I would say so. <laughs> see just as well. It's not just about see, like, what he's done and the job he's done and, and how good a coach he is. And forget all that. See the person he is as well. We, we always, we, see the stuff he talks about where it's like, I, for 90 minutes we want you. That's what I was going all to say. He's just a proper human being. Yep. Like
1: that, that's what you were saying there. Unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Aye, I, I, I mean that's what I was I agree with you, but that's what I was going to say It's like, the, the football and that he's playing is amazing and he's quickly becoming my favourite ever Celtic manager in that sense but in the sense of a person, a human being, the way he talks to the fans the way he talks to the media, just how mm-hmm. he carries himself, he is in that sense, my favourite Celtic manager of all time, undoubtedly mm-hmm. there's no even close but, listen we could talk about him all night I loved that we chat about them. Well, well, the viewers <laughs> did, but uh, we'll, we'll move it on because uh, I've worked well. An hour and I'm six. Oh, John territory. Oh, it's
1: Friday. It's Friday.
2: John territory.
0: <laughs>
2: you hey, um, need to John's record there. Five hours. Uh,
0: Aye. <laughs> I <laughs> for one point. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> <Referee> special. <clears throat> um. Just, I just want to take the, the chance to know just to remind everybody about the viewer takeover. Um, yeah. In fact, I'll let you do it, Steve. There you go.
1: Well, I mean, the viewer takeover, we all seen Kaiser, by the way, coming in. He did a fantastic job. He was brilliant. Out-of-the-box character, the what a fella he is, and he still watches the show regularly. He is a member, by the way, so you can take an option on that 99pm month to become a member of the channel. But the viewer takeover, something we're doing, bit of fun. Jed Thomas is the next on, which is next month, at the at the last Friday every two months from now, I know Alistair Jack's on after him, so anyone who's interested, and I see a lot of people saying in the comments they're interested, but we don't hear from them in the socials, hit us a message or tag us in something and we'll talk and we'll get you on. We're not going to say no, do you know what I mean? We're here to have a bit of crack, have a bit of laugh, talk about Saturday Football Club, spend four hours on the podcast talking about Lance possible what else could you want? Unbelievable. <laughs> get involved, lads.
0: <laughs> yeah, I echo that. Anyway, we'll move on to a sort of. I'll just, I was going to look ahead to the game. Obviously, it's no Hartman. So, we'll briefly, I know the guys... Kaiser is a fucking man, He is, by the way. He is. We love Kaiser on the pod, but he is a fucking <laughs> man. Oh, aye. aye. <laughs> Mad a brother. He loves it, but he <laughs> owns it. Aye. Um, aye, so I was going to obviously look ahead to the game. Now, I know on Monday night, the guys will look ahead to... Can't imagine who's on, but they'll look ahead to the Shakhtar game. But I thought we'd just briefly—we'll not talk about the game and too too far into it to give the guys on Monday their opportunity. But uh, just a, a score—a score prediction, not even a lineup prediction. We don't need to go into it that far. Uh, Stephen, where do you think chances on? In, uh, is it Wednesday night? I think it is. Eh?
1: Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah.
0: Or afternoon. Everybody finished their work early. Bloody joke. Anyway, score prediction for That's Wednesday it.
1: night. Wow. What a way to put me on the spot here. As so much to say it. about that game. For me, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll leave it at this. I, I think it's a, for me, it's a must-win game against Shakhtar Donetsk. I going <laughs> to get, get three points from it. So, I'll go, I mean, Knights hammered Leipzig, by the way, in Germany, 4-1. And funny enough, Marion Swed, a former Southern player, got two of them. So, quite interesting. You always find puzzle. the week
2: before as well, I think.
1: Okay. Dinner. I'll go. I'll I'll go three one.
0: Right now, I'll go three one, sadly. Right. Wow. that's that's a big bold statement there, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. But I would take it all day long. Willy boy, <laughs> what what you think?
2: I, I I'm <coughs> so sure it's a must win game. It's a It's it's the away game. I, I I think we need to beat the beat the, both at, at home. I and we need to beat Leipzig and Shakhtar at home, and then hopefully pick up points away. I wouldn't say it's must win, but. Yeah, yeah, you're no one to come away with zero points in the first two games. <coughs> um, I think it'll be tight, but I think we can get the win. I think I'll go 2-1 with a fed on goal winner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, aye, I, I, I agree with you. Like it, It's not a must-win, but it's a must-not-lose. Uh, I, I think if, mm-hmm. if Shakhtar pick up another three points, then second-place it's no outer reach, but it's obviously more of a struggle. But uh, for me, uh, again, must not lose. But I'm in agreement with Wally. Uh, I'm going to say 2-1, but I would accept any sort of draw Aye. in the match. I
2: agree with Paul Diet say that there is there are no mugs. I totally agree. I think, no. I, I, would, I wouldn't I would be too disappointed with a point. Well,
0: I, listen, they're no the mugs. They're in the Champions League. But, but people are getting... But carried okay, they won four one in a uh, well it's no Leipzig, wherever the bloody hell they play, is it Berlin or something? Red Berlin? Oh, They, they won Berlin,
2: they won oh, at
0: Berlin. they won Berlin. at Leipzig, right? They won four one. They had five shots. It wasn't like they were dominant. It was one of the nights where everything pretty much went for the keeper made a howler. I think one is Fed's goals was a deflection, maybe. And then the other two are, they've had them on the break. But, listen, it's going to be a difficult game. But, as yeah. I say, I'll, I would accept a draw, but I'll guess 2-1. Um, <laughs> we'll move on. we sort of, that's sort of end of the podcast, essentially. But, move on to a couple of wee, more light-hearted parts. Uh, so, I was wanting to come to and get your sort of predicted Final points tally for Celtic uh, in the group after all six games have been played. Uh, so I'll just come these individually. Um, just if you think it's going to be a win, lose or draw. So well, we've already done the Shaktar one. He's both like <laughs> that's going. To, he's he's both like that's going to be three points.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are you changing it? Why? No. No, 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 no. Yeah, right. Uh, fight. to go. I will actually. I, what? I will
0: draw. But you? you, will what? The one each. I think it'll be a draw. All oh, right. You think a draw? Right. Okay. Right. I think a draw as well. And you think three points, Steve? Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. What is,
2: so? What is the fucking positive? What's Stephen on the positive train? Are you been at KFC? <laughs> I need to get some of that in me. What's uh, happening? He's <laughs> drinking, man. He's drinking.
0: <laughs> hey, Wally Leipzig away. A win, win lose or draw. A win. Two seconds. You said a draw, Wally. The, f- the first one, didn't you?
2: Aye.
1: And this Steven. is gonna be absolutely horrible to look back on when we get all this wrong. Oh, okay. Hey, right,
0: I've I've went for a win there, Stephen. Sorry, what did you? Leipzig I'll go and away. draw.
1: I draw because they have that new manager bounce they've brought in. Aye, uh, Marco Rose. Yeah, he's a good, aye. very good manager. So I'll be keeping an eye on that. I'll go draw aye. for now. Could change when it gets to the game doing the predictions, but I'll go draw for now. Aye, really. Um, Wally Leipzig
2: at home. One, yeah, man.
1: You're so cool, man. Can I be your friend? I'll go <laughs> win as
2: well.
0: Uh, and I'll, I'll go win. Uh,
2: Shakhtar at home, Stephen. Uh, win again, yeah. I think we'll win both our home games. Stephen.
0: Win, mate. Easy.
2: Never Who's Shakhtar?
0: It. Never doubted it, Mr.
2: Positive. Man, L- that then the win. last minute. <laughs> oh, yes. Mind ah. that? Tremendous. Oh, Massimo. Eh? Oh, oh. More, more, that would be oh lovely. Oh
1: Massimo, oh Massimo, Massimo Donate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aye, what that would did, be lovely.
2: Enemy, <laughs> 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 Left you well, hanging. You've got a fucking voice like an angel. I'm not going on
0: <clears throat> um, And then, finally, Rial away, Willie. Neil <laughs> Poir. Neil <laughs> Poir. They might How, be done and dusted, but like, then we might pick up something.
2: I don't know. Ross has said it. Several times though, I cannot wait to see us under the lights with that black away kit on against oh. the white Galacticos. It's just going to oh, be man. amazing. Ah, oh, I've got goosebumps thinking about it, man. I really ah, have. Yes. But I think I think we so I think, think we'll blow everybody away, and I think we'll get what eight points. Have we? have, have we got legs to go. Still to go. Uh, no. Well. I mean, just, just hodge your horses,
0: kid. <laughs> I think we'll get a minimum of
2: eight points. And if we don't qualify with eight points, then fucking, I didn't want to play the Champions League ever again. Stephen, <laughs> what do you
1: think for Real away, zero? I think Liam Shaw, Albany Eddy, Maggie Johnson all the come in. reserve team put out over oh, there. Now we um, I were losing that <laughs> <Was it? laughs>
0: Right. So, Wally's <clears throat> project or predicted. Points tally exactly. at the end is three six nine ten points. Oh, have I? Did I say yep.
2: light was away as well? Yep. Moral. Stephen
0: has got three six nine ten points. Oh, there we go. And Sova. <laughs> that's. I, I mean, it could very well be it, but let's let's go for ten. Let's go big or go home, eh?
2: We need 100%. to be more clinical. That's the thing. I
0: think, right. I, think last... gonna, I think we're going to I think we're going to score goals. I think we're going to concede goals. Absolutely, yeah, it'll be really similar to totally the the uh, Europa League campaign last year. Right oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm drawing I'm drawing of what I think you look like. You want to see it, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, a big circle. People. with i apple not it. <laughs> Nine points. <laughs> Listen, I think we can get between eight and ten points. <laughs> I agree, mate. I think that will be enough
2: to get. <coughs>
0: it it might be tight. It be touch and go. Ten points. If we did not get through with ten points, we'll just parting. <laughs> Pretty I much. Think it, it, I think
2: again. it's it's going to be a lot. It might come down to the the Leipzig Schakhtar return game. What happens? there. Aye. a draw. A draw would be lovely for us.
0: You, you want to take yeah. three points for each of your home matches, That that's that's the aim, and then, yep. as you say... The Jepson James home, away, you
1: know. Wow! Well, mate, <laughs> oh, 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 I'll sleep with Lana Will. That'll fall
2: You're not going you to back it. Eat <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh, I'll tell I you what, know. right, say safe, we look at it that I know we're half. I know we're having a, a wee laugh and a joke, and it's great. And the banter and the chat's fantastic as always. And by the way, can I point out the community? I mean, I love watching them talk to each other. It's just it's great crack, and we all have a bit not. of banter. And um, but like, for we're in the Champions League, fellas, right? And we have to be ambitious. We can't just be there to make up the numbers. I expect us to to take points and win games, and it'll be exciting. It'll be disappointing in some which is fair enough. But for now, I'm confident with ten points. I think we can do it. We've got the squad. We've got the manager. That's, that's cool. the manager we, that's done that to you. play right
2: style. If that was Neil yeah. Lennon, and it tells, you wouldn't have been thinking that. You'd have been thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, let's try and get Europa. That's Aye. the manager that's done that to you. And that's what I talked mm. about on that Champions League pod we did live. And I was like, it's all fucking <laughs> mentality. We've right. had worse mm. squads qualify under Strachan, but it's because stracking made the boys believe that they can beat these teams. And we can beat these teams. Of course we can
0: course we can, I. I mean, I actually thought we were going to beat, beat Real Madrid three one. I mean, that's how much I'm believing in this. By the way, by
2: the way, at halftime, time, half time I, was fucking, I was ready to put the mortgage. Yeah. I was, I was like
1: beating that. Yeah. Aye, <laughs> I felt it, man. But you're in the Air, you're in the airport, right, 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 missus. We're gonna gamble everything. Right. <laughs> we're not going home. Then nothing.
0: Actually, to finish up, I can't wait for Wednesday night. I can't yes. wait to see us. Go toe to toe with a team that we can more realistically compete with, and I believe that the the other two teams we can compete with. So bring on Wednesday night, can't wait! But yes. we'll move on to the final part of the show. Once again, Ross is hosting, so instead of a quiz, he's brought in the agree to disagree. Quite enjoy this part. I like uh, everybody disagreeing with me in the comments when I give you my answer. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking dick. You're a fucking dick. How <laughs> about three years? You're a fucking dick. So aggressive. Slush. So aggressive. <laughs> right. Anyway, so Stephen <clears throat> will come to you first. So it's strongly agree, agree, disagree, or strongly disagree. Um, This was in our group chat a few weeks back. I just thought I'd bring it to the table tonight. Uh, so okay. Andres Hinkle was it a- Andres Hinkle? Was a better right back for Celtic than Adam Matthews.
1: Well, strongly agree. Oh, Hands so down. Strongly agree. why? Well, I mean, we got this guy. He had a bit of pedigree about him. He came from the, the Bundesliga, German international 18 caps, I think it was. And although, although like, maybe ground had a wee joke said he can't see and he can't pass, but I thought he was always solid. And he, he, in European football, especially, he brought his experience to the team. And I just thought, albeit he wasn't flashy going forward, he was solid. He defended really well. He, he kept his position. He he played some great balls as well, and did it up the likes of finishing hazard and they got. Like but that uh, easy. There's no no contest for me. No contest.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Wally,
2: you I would disagree. <laughs> oh, <laughs> let's go! Let's go! I like Dada Matthews. I think they were they were stylistically they're pretty dissimilar. The way I think Hinkle was more a defensive minded. Yeah, and Matthews was more um, attacking minded. I really liked Adam Matthews. I thought he was, I thought he was a good all rounder. To be honest with you, uh, it's a tough one though. I wouldn't say there's like, it's, again, I think this one is just personal preference. I don't think it's like a. Um, oh, Joe strongly agree. Hinkle was. Yeah. Uh, I, I never just, I just, I, I don't know. I think maybe Hinkle was more like a. Like a Tommy Boyd for me, like a, like a stalwart, like he did the job, but it wasn't he like he didn't stand out or it wasn't spectacular. And I suppose as a right back, especially in that era, that's what you were. That's that was your job right. anyway. Whereas now, now more it's more the wing backs are predominantly your biggest attacking threat. Uh, and I think Adam Matthews would have shown a bit more in this era, to be honest with you. Um, Aye, but just personal preference. I think for me, Adam Matthews, I don't know if it's because of that time as well, was more fondly remembered for me. Uh, my season book and going to the games and Gary Hoopers and beating Rangers three and nothing in the games and all that. And yeah. Adam Matthews was a big part of that. And he scored an absolute fucking screamer. I can't remember who it was against now in the league. It was like going to half-ball right in the top bag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Monty, you need to come on the show, man. And I want to see you and
2: us... I
1: just square going. I think we should have a live square goal. I, just think like,
0: show. Me, I think that would be a better draw than Fury and AJ. <laughs> oh, 100%.
1: Egypt, Egypt, uh, yeah. Egyptian King, Like you can't be the German fullback. 100%. I thought, yes, Matthews is great going forward, but suspect defensively, in my opinion. Although one of his best, <laughs> I'm going to contradict myself here, Like one of his best performances was left back for something against Barcelona when beating 2-1. He was absolutely fantastic that night. But um, for me, Henkel. I just want for all rounder like, he, he offered top
2: knowledge by the way Aye. Like,
1: thanks very much
2: left back in that game. well done
1: he, he offered I'm, f- I'm very knowledgeable man I, I think well. he's a <laughs> school about football no, no problem here, <laughs> I, think, I think I think Hinkle <laughs> Hinkle for me like he was an all round player bags of experience a Scully's club signing a German international come on boys like a fucking, I'm,
2: like a, I'm like a tag team match me and Ross Fairmont and Stephen square Go. Well, I sure. No well, I I'll i the jackets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I, well, for me, I'll, it's it's funny because <laughs> 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 First, <laughs> probably by the me. <laughs> there's nobody weirder than me, and probably be a different weight class than everyone. <laughs> um, i so fighting of course. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate. I <laughs> oh uh, it's funny you'd sort of you'd picked Adam Matthews, Wally, but you, you made the points that I was gonna make in favour of Hinkle. Hinkle. I, I I agree, I think Hinkle was better and just purely because at that time in that team and in that era, aye. you wanted your your put your right back to be more defensive minded. That was his first job, first and foremost, and the Hinkle done that better than Matthews. Like you say, Matthews is better going forward, but again, it's a personal preference. There wasn't a great deal between them, but for me, just Hinkle just shades it. Um, so, aye, that's what was it two one a eh,
2: Hinkle, aye. Who won that Hinkle? Keep it going. Can I agree, man? No, no. no, no. no well, Adam what, what does he know? <clears throat> what does he know? MSC. <laughs> Adam Matthews Supporters Club.
1: <laughs> <Fuck>.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: right, the next one. Um, we'll come to you first this time, Georges um, Georgius Marcus is and will be a better player for Celtic than George Samaras. Oh, I knew you were going
2: to say
1: that.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Ross. Oh, <laughs> uh, so difficult. Oh, you're a dick. Wow, Samaras was brilliant for us, and he's a cult hero for us. But that doesn't mean okay. that it doesn't mean that Jacob Marcus will only be a better player. You know, like Samaras will <coughs> be remembered remembered more fondly for what he did. And I think Jacob Marcus is a better player. Is that the question? Is he a better player? As
0: and will be a better player for Celtic than George Samaras.
2: Difficult because it's it's how however long he stays at the club, if he stays at the club as long as Samaras is, he's a far better player in my opinion. He's a better finisher, a uh, better striker. He, he can take the game by the scruff of the neck. So did George Burs as well. But Samaras, the most frustrating thing for me with Samaras was he was so inconsistent. Yeah. yeah, he could go four or five weeks and 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 this might sound like a lot of people might say you're talking shit. Four or five weeks and he was unplayable. Like he could play against best defenders in the world and just absolutely ragged all them. He had <coughs> pace as well, score goals, all the rest of it. And then at you know, six weeks he would just go missing, and he's you, just fucking terrible. You, like he'd you, be the first person you took at half time. Uh, I think Yakamakis is a better player than him. Yeah. So you strongly or agree? I will. He's a better player. to see. It's the question, though. You've said. You've said he's better player or will be at his time at Celtic, but you might fucking... He could go next week. Well, no, next week. In the next window. If he went next week, I'd still say he was a better player. <laughs> he's, aye. Aye, he's a better player. He is a better aye. player, man. So you agree? Yes. That's exactly my point, Joe. He was so inconsistent. He would be... And I'm uh, not joking when I say unplayable. Like, on his day, like, obviously, there's that the Rangers game where they rounded the bigger <laughs> When oh, McGarry yeah, came yeah. out with forty yards around him, like unplayable, he could go up against defenders in the Premier League, and, and the Champions League top defenders, and like they couldn't they handle him. But then the next week we'd go away to fucking Dunfermline, and like you wouldn't even know he was playing. It's, it's, that was the biggest frustration for me. But I still love him, mm-hmm. cult hero. But Jacob is is better. Right, <laughs> Stephen. <laughs>
1: I uh,
0: don't
2: I totally disagree. disagree. Yes. Oh.
1: Because Yakimakis started his career, at nothing a wee bit not not the level that is now for nothing. He's improved greatly. Fantastic goal scorer, poacher type striker, one touch finish and all that. But Samras for me in European games one one sticks out in particular against Spartak Moscow away. Moscow. He was absolutely unbelievable, and just quite now he Yakumakis hasn't given me that same feeling like wow. He's unplayable. Samaras, when he turned up, and I have to be honest, he was inconsistent, but for them five games out of 400, he could turn up and he could smoke anybody, including the pack of the cigarettes he probably done before the game. <laughs> he could rank all people, as well, he said. When he played against Sevco, he tortured them. I hated playing against them. He tore them apart. The time he scored two goals, apparently kicking that. Unbelievable player. He stayed at Settling for what, seven years? Seven years you ago, know. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and annoying. he always said he was one of them players. And I, le- I loved when he said that money doesn't buy you trophies. He wanted his trophy cabinet food, he wanted a big pick Celt- up to
2: come to us as well.
1: Mind, yeah, big he wanted me- m- memories, memories of, of, of trophies of Celtic like being a legend at us. And I believe he's a cult hero, he definitely is. He falls into that bracket. And just yet, Jakob hasn't really hit that for me, and I think that's fair. Like, he, he is a fantastic player in the system. He scores goals, but Samras give me feelings sometimes. You're like, get him on the ball, get him He played wide left as well, most of his time, just whipping balls out to him to control it on the chest, take out players, and whip the ball in. I have to remember, like, he came in as a central striker, we moved him about quite a lot. That could have played to the whole inconsistent type part of his game, but when he turned up, he was fantastic. And for me, I disagree. For now, it probably will change. To be honest, that the, the Jacka Magus longevity and all comes into it. But Samras was a Greek god and an unbelievable player.
0: Fair. I mean, you, you made a good case there. I still disagree with you
2: though. <laughs> <laughs> see when he started see, when I watched his debut in Kamarnak and he wore orange boots, I was like, Oh Sammy, wow. come on,
0: man. Uh it was unbelievable that that debut. Absolutely unbelievable. I thought we are on a class act here. Mind he's got seven years. He, his mentality and that like he wants to win trophies is for an Ange team. Does he get into the Ange team? I That's don't think so. No, I know. I'm just giving my reasons. Uh, I don't think he does. Um, for me, Jack Mack is a better finisher. He's more consistent. And I think Samaras... Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. That was a shiter, man. Listen, Monty, you've put some good part about that, one. Samaras, for me, he was there for seven years and he did do some brilliant things. He had some great individual performances. But only a handful in seven years. You could pick out maybe five or six games where he, he went, wow, he didn't date enough for me. And people look back and think of him because of the handful of games, I think they look at him, look upon him as a better player. And I think he, he goes into the, the iron bracket for me in the sense that, Folk make out he was a far better
1: player than what he was. Ark like, Ross, take a uh, walk. <laughs> it's just take my opinion, a, a, kid. You compared you always Samras say you compared Samras with Ayer. Are you winding I'm not I'm not it? comparing, no,
0: I'm no. comparing them you... in the sense in the sense that people think Ayer is a far better player than what he actually was for Celtic. And it's the same for Samaras, in my opinion.
2: See if Sammy didn't... <coughs> see, from Ross's point, see if he didn't come from Man City and take a pay cut and stay as loyal for so long. See, he came for what the Dutch league like Jacob Marcus did and played two years he and went came, away. Uh, nobody would have fucking... Nobody, I, he wouldn't have the cult status that he's got. I think sometimes it's more the you're thinking with the heart way, like what he's... The, the longevity and he did take a pay cut to come to us and I, like I, I, I said, he, and and on his like he was fucking unplayable, but he just wasn't interested a lot of the time. Gary Hooker had more in two seasons than he did in seven seasons at Celtic.
1: We're we're missing a point here as well. Like his journey is quite similar to Acemac, he joined City from Heverine and in, in the Dutch league when they when they were starting to City were starting to spend money and <laughs> on all that type of stuff. What are you laughing? <laughs> at? Oh, Never I, just that, was, I get... thought you were going to get the big red <laughs> book out there. De, no, de, no, but like,
2: what's <laughs> your life, Georgia Samaras? No, but like, here's your then he, he came to
1: us. He had a downer in his career, right? He came to us under stracking, revived himself. He stayed for seven years. Fuck me. He wouldn't stay at a club for so long if he was, as Ross rightly said, put in the bracket that he didn't belong to. The guy was vital, especially in European football. He I'm, not saying, he, he, I'm not saying he uh, didn't he
0: belong. He'd he, he well, cannot, but not you, often enough.
1: But you cannot compare him and Jakimakis right now. Jakimakis needs to do it over a long period of time. Some i hey, What I've but,
0: seen at the moment, uh, but, Jakimakis has, has been more consistent in a Celtic jersey than. And uh, he's got me off my seat more in terms of. Look at the goals he scored
2: already. By the way, everything you said, Stephen, about Samaras, is, and it was just describing Jacka Marcus I me. Mean, he ragged old players. There the, you talked about the game where he like totally took it to Rangers. That three 0 game, Jacka didn't even yeah. score, and for me, he was man of the match. He absolutely bullied the whole team. Never mind the two centre halves.
1: But so, I think we're being a bit, we're, we're being a bit like downgrading what Samaras actually done for us. We're not remembering the no times no. where he was no, no. fantastic, and so I many he, he was a brilliant player. That's my opinion. Aye. Listen, and that's that's what this wee segment <laughs> is about. That's what it's Keep it about. Any more? Any more? Yeah. One more.
0: One oh, more. Yes. We're really, what about up here? Keep it going. Ross, Who's,
1: enjoying it? Who's
0: enjoying it? Who's enjoying it? I'm well, enjoying it.
1: It's good. Stephen's model. <laughs> I'm loving this. <laughs> lads. I uh, I have seen work. Stephen got a nice show today. Work was crazy
2: today, so I need to unravel.
1: Let's go, Max Albano, bitch!
0: for fuck's sake! Right, the the final one. Uh, maybe a bit controversial. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I'll come to you, Stephen, first. I Celtic will. <laughs>
2: I, was I missed shite.
0: that. I missed the comment. I Put the answer.
2: comment up. You know, said he was shite. He just says that sometimes.
0: Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Anyway. Celtic will go on, Stephen. Celtic will go on beating for the entire league campaign this season.
1: Disagree. Disagree. I think like the, I think like <laughs> we have to t- tamper expectations here. Like I know we're, we all love the way Postlethwaite plays, but we've got domestic cups to think about. We've got the Champions League possibly after Christmas as well. So there's a ton of the games mixed in with the World Cup, and a lot of the times I think the squad will be rotated, our strongest eleven probably only used for the Derby games and likes of Europe. So there is a chance for a team to nick a point or. Win off us, but it, I don't believe that would be the detrimental effect of the season. I think it's just part and parcel. We've seen the other team across the city kind of implode the last week week or so, and funny enough, Joe got his job saved. But sure, we'll, we'll, we'll not talk about that. But I think that um, for me personally, yes, I would love to do the invincible side of things again, unbelievable. But sometimes that can become a burden on the players' shoulders and they're being about elite, dra- the league, the league campaign. Aye, no hundred percent. The league campaign as well. Sometimes I think players will think about that more instead of what way they're playing, instead of the style. Lance Postacoglu wants to play. They'll be thinking, "Shit, we can't lose the ball here." Maybe they will be brave and besetting like they are at the minute. I just think the whole unbeaten thing is great to think of, and it's like a great narrative to spin. But at the moment, we have to be realistic. There might be a slip up, might drop three points, which is fair enough. We're we're five points clear at the minute, so technically we can afford to do that. Although we do want to, I just I disagree for now. And maybe ask me in January time when we're still flying and stuff, but just when I disagree. Uh-huh.
2: Fair enough. Well, William, I'm going to agree, <laughs> not strongly agree, because certain narratives can happen in games, and we can, like any team, can beat any team. My Stephen made a point about how, like, <coughs> we've got, we're in so many competitions and we can only our first 11 won't play for me. Our second 11 could win this league at a canter and beat our nearest rivals. I reckon if we put our second 11 out of the, on Saturday, there they still know how to play Angie's style. We always talk about how whoever's coming in, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it must have had plenty, John, He's been I'm so smart. positive, like, I can't
2: believe it. <laughs> um. <coughs> We always talk about how a team's so good now because there's two players for each position and when somebody comes off that's not a drop-off, the next person's coming in and they're just as good uh, and everybody's fighting for these positions and all the rest of it. I just think that the depth of the squad, we've talked about how Sabanovic can't get in the team now. When he's, I know he's mm-hmm. only just signed, but he can't get in the team at the moment. I honestly think our second eleven could win this league. I can't, and I think we've got a very, very, very good chance of, of going invincible. Uh, the team across the city are not anywhere near the levels they have been in previous seasons, where they've got results against us. I think it's a very good possibility we can go unbeaten. Um I, I just, I just think the depth of the squad, the manager, his style, the way we're playing. If we get an early goal in any game, that's it. It's done. Because we just we just go up a gear and we put two or three past them um, on nine. Um, <laughs> I just think we're really really strong. I think that um, obviously domestic competitions. You're talking about the league, but domestic competitions and all the rest of it, where it's just a knockout game, <laughs> uh, might be different. But I just I just think I just think we're unstoppable. Honestly, I just think the the we never stop uh, slogan. It isn't just a slogan. It's exactly what the team are doing. And I just think we're we're just rolling over everybody. Um and I can't see that changing anytime soon. And even in the past, you look at even last year before the, the January window, if Kyogo got injured, which he did, we're sitting going, Oh, Jesus Christ. If Kyogo gets injured, we're no we're no worried. We're going into the biggest game of our season so far on Wednesday night, and Kyogo's injured. And I'm no worried because Marcus is coming in and he's good enough to be in that first 11 as well Maeda isn't playing oh oh well we've got a badder playing then there's there's no ends I just think that we're so strong so so strong and I really think it's a massive possibility that um, we're going to go in there's nobody even frightened us so far I know Ross County got the goal at one each, so and only, people, only take score <laughs> and people's uh-huh. bum holes were going. Still thought there's two or three goals in us yet. I just think that we're we're steam teams, and I, I can't see that ending.
0: Right, I mean, I'm going to agree with you, and I'm going to agree that we can go the the entire league campaign unbeaten. I I, I totally take on board what Stephen's saying. You could turn up and have an off day. It's entirely plausible. Mm-hmm. But yep. the way Celtic are playing right now, nobody, the second best team in the country, never laid a glove on us, but a couple of crosses that we didn't deal as well as what we could have. Other than that, Ross County have had a goal against us, but the game was never in doubt. We were always going to score again. And we beat them comfortably. And I think that... We've already went under 38 games an entire league season, unbeaten, albeit it's spanned over yep. the two campaigns. Yeah. But some of that was, or most of that, was with a squad that isn't as strong as the current squad. And I think going towards January, if we're still unbeaten, the chances are we might strengthen again. No sure. That's frightening. Where, That's where frightening you, the thing isn't it? Where, where do you add to the team? But I mean, it could happen. So it's although it's entirely plausible that we could drop points somewhere or lose a game somewhere, it's also entirely plausible that nobody will get near us because of how we play and how we are playing and how we absolutely destroy teams with sheer pace, power. Class, skill, and just again, yep. do not
2: stop. You can of see this. No going into a game and no scoring. Aye, And we'll no score. Aye. aye, and if you add that into us, and even last season we had the best defensive record in the league. You add the two together, it's it's difficult to see where you're going to drop point, uh, drop points, aye. or lose. To be fair, I think
1: that, like you, you look at it as well. What? <laughs> <laughs> One of the most frightening things is like I know I said I disagree and I still stick to that point, but when you look at the team and you go into the game and just say it's not working, we're not creating chances, we're not capable of scoring a goal, you can look at that bench and bring on, for example, Mieta. You can bring you can bring on Haksibanovic. There there is options to turn the game around. Like, we make triple yeah, yeah. Uh, triple sub now in the sixtieth minute to keep the intensity up, and you must, as an opposition manager, look at that and be like. How can how can I cope with this? No. How, how can I defend? It? Can you imagine being a
2: fullback and chasing a badder all a the park for sixty minutes and then looking up and my ear is coming on?
1: Oh, You'd just be like, fuck right. that,
2: man! I'd go down yeah. a hamstring injury and just say, nah, you're <laughs> alright, mate. Even hmm. even
0: right down to like James Forrest, who's quite far down the betting order, but he can come in a, a yep. game in the SPL and affect it and score. He's done it already this season, albeit the game was... Done was it, up at, was it up at Ross County? I think I it was. was yeah. uh, listen, it's not the be-all and end-all. If if we don't go unbeaten, it's, that's not the goal at the start of the season. The goal is to win the league. I think we're going to win the league. I'm, I'm confident to, to be able to say that. But if we don't go unbeaten, I won't be gutted unless we're still unbeaten with two or three games to go and we fuck it. But I think listen, I
2: sent it to you in the group chat. On, I went on Sky Bet responsibly trips, and it was only eighteen yeah. to one for us to finish unbeaten the season. And the bookies are very rarely wrong. Eighteen to one to finish a Aye. season unbeaten—that's <coughs> like, no right. No, but listen, we'll end the pod. Do at one that more. No, do, do one
0: more.
1: I'll give you one. I right. agree,
2: disagree. Stephen All talks shit right. right on this podcast. Everybody oh, wait, oh. get in the comments Jeez.
0: Agree <laughs> or disagree <laughs> I'm saying nothing I'm just keeping my counsel <laughs> Nah listen That's as good a time to end it now An hour and 43 minutes and I've thoroughly enjoyed it Me And for too, some mate. reason now Apparently when I host we're we going for Fucking ever but there you go <laughs> eh, Listen I'll let you just finish us off Stephen that sounds so wrong but here
1: we go. Oh, <laughs> man, don't, don't get me started. Before we come on here, have well, he had the chat. Well, he shows by that chest there. Come on before we go. Here. Look at Uft. that. Look at that, people. Look at that. Simon Cowell, our very own. But I mean, fantastic podcast, Ross. Unbelievable. I, I wanted to go on. Believe it or not, our viewership, our live viewers is going up. And we're one hour 44 minutes in, <laughs> quite, quite incredible to think. But I do want to say, everybody in the comments and all, thanks again for the support. Sticking with us for this long, it's been fantastic. And you'd think because the weekend's football is uh cancelled, we wouldn't have much to talk about. But look, one hour 44 minutes into it, we could probably still go on. But understand. Well and we'll be back again Monday to look ahead to the Shakhtar game. And we'll be going more in depth and stuff and, and type of team news and that. But until then. Stay well and keep safe. Hill, hill.